Hello, Guitar Smarts listeners. This is an important announcement. Please don't skip ahead. We start this podcast with a special message. Way back in 2021, Guitar Smarts had the pleasure of interviewing the utterly fantastic Matt Long. Matt is a multiple award-winning British blues guitarist and lead singer of the British blues band Catfish and hard rock outfit The Revenant Ones. He joined us for episode number 20 and was a truly gracious guest who spoke about his career, his childhood, guitars and meetings his hero, Joe Bonamassa. Well, Matt needs your help. Through 2023, Matt has been undergoing treatment for bowel cancer, and his recent prognosis has meant that to extend his life and retain a chance of survival, he needs to seek private treatment outside of the NHS. Matt's family have set up a GoFundMe page that is linked in the Guitar Smarts link tree in the description of this podcast. And we at the Guitar Smarts podcast would like to invite each and every listener to consider donating towards this fund that could well save the life of one of the brightest guitar talents of our generation. Now is the time, folks. Head on over to the link in the description to find the GoFundMe page. Donate what you can. Your donation could save a life. Thank you. Enjoy the podcast. But guitarists still like to go to guitar shops and musicians still like to go and look at, you know, instruments and things that they play and go and check things out. And, yeah. I, you know, and I'm sure that community is still there where there's that music store in your town that people go to. Yeah. And the person who runs that store has got a connection with all those different people, especially yes. if there's semi-renowned to renowned bands that are in the area that gig quite frequently that yeah. are looking for musicians. Those people yeah. who run those stores probably know that those bands are looking for musicians or, right. you know, they might put ads up in the store. Do you remember exactly. doing the old thing where you would print an ad saying, yeah. band looking for guitarist, and, and across yeah. the bottom you'd have like 10 numbers. You could tear off scripts. Yeah. People still do yeah. that, I'm sure. They still do that. Greetings and welcome back to the Guitar Smarts Podcast. Hope you're keeping safe and well. This week, Kieran and me are following up on last week's conversation about why you should join a band. We're talking about how you can join a band. Saying that being in a band is the best thing ever is all good and well, but even trying to find one that needs you is hard work and lots of effort. So we're going to try and talk about some simple ways that you can make the process simpler. Housekeeping. Remember to like and subscribe to this podcast on your preferred podcast app. Why? Because you'll get alerts when a new podcast is released that means you won't miss another show and if you like to subscribe because you like the show and listen to us regularly then use the links in the description of this show to leave us a rating or a review this is the best way to support us and it helps us to grow there are links in our description to our social media pages too links to our buy me a coffee page come and see us on the social pages and we'll be happy to see you there especially on the guitar geek hangout group on facebook where you can interact with kieran and myself that's about enough from me. Let's get to it. Kieran, how are you Matt. doing, mate? You well? I'm really good, Matt. I'm really good, buddy. I'm excited to see your beautiful, smiling face. The sun is shining outside. We've got a great topic for conversation today. The weekend yeah. is almost on us. It's oh, just everything. So it's already on me. On. I've already, oh, yeah. It's, yeah, it's already on me. I've got, I've got some time off because it was my son's oh. sports day yesterday. Oh, wow. Um, 
And my parents are coming down this weekend, so I thought I'll take yeah. today off as well. And nice. um, uh, I've been like cleaning the cars this morning before the sun gets round to the front of the house. The driving, <laughs> so I've got the cars done. Uh, I've got some gardening to do. All all kinds of stuff planned today. And uh, yeah, so I'm I'm happy. And uh, I've got to say, I got a huge thank you to. Um, and we said it in the intro to the last podcast, but a huge thank you to uh, Mr. Andrew Cole who made a donation on the Buy Me a Coffee page. So here is my um you can't see it you're listening but i'm telling you i've got my little starbucks um cold coffee here which is delicious and i'm enjoying it so thank you very much for that andrew cole Um, good man appreciated thanks andrew keeping keeping the podcast going through caffeine what 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 well i want to know how many people who actually take donations through buymeacoffee.com actually then spend it on coffee that's what it's for isn't it that's what it's for yeah that's what it's for. I mean, it's, we've not entered into a contract. I mean, but still. <laughs> That's true. There's this kind of an expectation. I mean, it, it clearly says buy me a coffee, not buy me a pack of new guitar strings, right? Mm. Uh, you have bought coffee now, which is, yeah, which is great. That's really, that's really cool. That's really cool. And much appreciated. Um, I was laughing at you for doing the cars and the gardening, but but not in a malicious way. I was laughing because we've clearly reached an age where our, where our lives, even though we don't necessarily speak all the time during the week, are just following some weird parallel because literally that is what I have spent time I'm doing uh, this week as well, uh, whilst not working, <laughs> is cleaning both the cars, yeah. getting the getting the garden sorted, uh, and so it's just like, yeah, wow, you know, what have we become? Well, we we need to put that right, Matthew, and we need to discuss guitars and all things guitar related. Yeah, we do, and, and, and get back to, to to what we do best. Now is the time. This is the time. <laughs> this particular slot on a Friday yeah. is when we put that right. <laughs> exactly. This is not lawn talk. This is. This yeah, although mate, I could quite happily do a podcast on car washing because I'm a little bit geeky about it. Are you really? <laughs> are you a bit, bit of a are you ah so again let me guess. Little, little you don't bit. wash the cars, do you? You detail them, is that right? Mm, it depends how much I've got time for, but yeah, okay. uh, yeah but I, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, yeah a, there's see, a whole I'm process. That, I'm not at that level because of a time, it's a time thing for me. And yeah. But yeah, yeah. no, maybe it's the Snow, mowing the lawn. Snow foam. You got into snow do, foam. Oh, your lawn. Your lawn yeah, is I amazing. I could do another podcast about lawn care for sure. You I could. Love, you could. Looking, that's you my could. other passion. Looking after the lawn, which actually suffering a bit at the moment because of the heat, but um, still very green, still very manicured. Got it all trimmed oh, that's yesterday. And that's not easy. All the edges. Yeah. Without rain, have you been watering it yourself? Is that what it is? You Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, unfortunately, it doesn't water itself, Kieran. So <laughs> I can't do that. I, I mean, uh, yeah, I'd be there. Yes, yeah. <laughs> no. When it rains, it's green. But actually, it's not looking too bad. Can we talk about guitars, please? I don't want guitars. to do. I, I don't want to do lawn. I don't want to do it's lawn ridiculous. talk. <laughs> Only because your lawn is much, much lusher and verdant, more verdant than mine. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, it's been a few weeks since we spoke. So tell me, Kieran, yeah. what, what have you been up to guitar-wise? Have you gigged uh, since we last spoke? Yes, I think so. When did we last speak? Uh, maybe I have, maybe I haven't. Um, can't remember, mate. It's been a couple of weeks, hasn't it? I don't think I've had a gig in a couple of weeks. No, actually, I probably haven't gigged. Um, but I've got quite a few coming up. I've got like a concertina of them backed into the last uh, few weekends of, of July. Yeah. So, yeah, it's going to be busy. And then August, yeah, got some. 
Um, but no, I don't think I've done any, I've done, I haven't done much gigging. I've done some, I, I'll tell you why I'm confused <laughs> because there's been a lot of band chat going backwards and forwards on the message group. And we've been, um, organizing some new songs that we're going to learn, uh, for the next few gigs. Um, so I've been learning a lot of songs and chatting to the band. So it feels like I've been gigging in a weird I way. I know what you mean. Yeah. Uh, do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, Cause we've exactly. been chatting about it, talking about keys, talking about arrangements. Yeah. I've been learning, uh, learning these songs and putting into practice some of the top tips that we actually discussed mm. um and so, some of these songs actually have just literally fallen under my fingers so quickly i've been i've been i've been impressed even myself oh well and done Matt. We, fantastic. Yeah, i know i know I, I'm, I'm i'm making progress and some of them have made me realize that i need to keep my ego in check and actually they're much more complicated than i thought they were uh yeah so yeah but you should give uh, yourself more credit for, for for that because I think what you've proved to yourself is that it's a muscle right you know it's uh, like anything else um, if you if you try and practice learning and transcribing songs week by week whether you need to as a necessity for the band you're in or not yeah. then that's always going to be a fit and healthy muscle in your mind isn't it that's you it know? that's right and you get into that rhythm and you go oh this is this is good I can I can do this but um, yeah the one that I so I went through this nice rhythm of learning like a few songs I just I just thought oh, I'll do three or four songs in a row and I was like this is this is going really well and then I got to the next one on the list uh, and it was uh, The One and Only by Chesney Hawks which uh, <laughs> <laughs> which, which is certainly a crowd pleaser great guitar solo that's, that's great guitar I underestimated the song yeah yeah, I've never learned the, that song. What, it it like goes all two, over the place. Two or three key changes, maybe. It, I, 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 I quickly. This yeah. is the one that sobered me up and made me go, "Hold on a minute, don't get yeah. cocky." Because I thought in my head, "Yeah, that's a simple song. I'll, I'll keep going and bash yeah. through that in a few minutes and get it." Get well, it there's, the, the, uh, no? there's a genius oh, no. of Mr. Oh, no. Nick Kershaw who wrote that song. There you go, so and played yeah. the solo, I believe. On the, on so, the track. so be be confident, <laughs> yeah. did he? I think so. I think Nick Kershaw wrote the song and played the guitar solo on the original. I didn't realise Nick Kershaw was such a good guitar player. It's a good, it's a good guitar, it's a guitar player. player. Yeah. yeah, it's a little bit shreddy. It, it is shreddy, it? actually. It's it quite is. A look, like that end, like yeah. this legato thing. I've never yeah. been able to do that end bit, but yeah. um, but it's yeah, that's that's hell of a guitar solo. It's not actually the guitar solo that's phasing me. That I can just kind of pretty much pick up on the main phrases. The arrangement. It's the arrangement. Yeah. It's the arrangement, mate. And it's just remembering all of those bits and making it sound nice and full with one guitar for this band. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll get there. Yeah. I just, uh, it, it just, it just reminded me to um, take a step back and break it down and learn yeah. it properly rather than trying to fake my way through it. Yeah, just sound daft. So take all your, advice. all your advice, <laughs> all your advice. What was the phrase you had? Slow but steady. No, slow is uh, slow is smooth. Smooth is fast. And it's Beautiful. so true of everything. It really Beautiful. is. I mean, you can you can take that and apply it to anything. <laughs> Lawn care, car <laughs> washing, care, car washing, <laughs> coffee making, you know. <laughs> Slow is smooth, smooth is fast. Sorry, I've gone off on a tangent. So yeah, that's what I've been doing guitar wise. How about you, buddy? You well, have been out gig. gigging. You, you've been gigging. Yeah. I had a gig, yeah. So I, yeah. I did a debt gig with a band that I haven't played with before. Um, but I uh, knew one of the guys in it's a really bizarre situation where uh, like half the band was debt, but one of the debt's debt the gig, if that makes sense. So oh, that sounds like that sounds like a, like a one of those riddles as a child. Actually, funnily uh, enough, it was uh, yeah. it was Nick Kershaw's drummer who 
get the gig out. It was a guy called Phil Grossbeck, who's a, a German drummer I've known for years, but he plays oh. with Go West and he plays with a lot of these 80s. Yeah, I... yeah he's Go West's drummer. He's, he's Michael what? Mechanics' drummer. He plays with a lot of these 80s. You know, there's a lot of 80s festivals that happen. Yeah, he plays, he plays with a lot of these 80s bands. And wow. he's de- he, decked it, he decked the gig last minute to Belinda Carlisle's drummer. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> so it was, but I mean, like, nice block. I mean, these guys just, you know, they all know each other. They're all doing each other's gigs all the time, huh. kind of things. They're doing these festivals around the country with, you know, aged 80s rock stars. But um, mm. uh, so it was, it was funny because it was kind of like, you know, it was one of those gigs again where, you know, the majority of the band are just turning up and, you know, doing everything for the first time and right. meeting the, the guys who run the band. But it went really, really well. But, the main thing was is that I, that was the first gig for the Gretsch, you know the um, yes, the Green Goblin here, the Green Goddess, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and I absolutely loved it. And the the main reason um, I was going to gig it anyway, but the mm. main reason I was like, okay, definitely got to gig it is because this is the man that had like a Beatles medley as well as yeah. a couple of other Beatles songs in the set, and they had things like Roy Orbison, Pretty Woman, nice. you know, some some really yeah. classic rock and roll stuff, you know, Johnny mm. Be Good, and I thought. This is ideal, you know, for the you know a thin line Gretsch kind of definitely thing. I, I really enjoyed playing it. it. It was brilliant. My only thing with it is it's Bigsby tuning stability, mm-hmm. right? That's mm-hmm. the only thing which which yeah. bothered me a little bit with it. I still love it. Obviously, love playing it. It sounded great. It performed beautifully. It's just kind of like that's oh, a shame. I've just got to put. I've just got to deal with the fact that Bigsby's don't have brilliant tuning stability. Mm-hmm. It's a bit mm-hmm. like a floating tremolo, right? Everything. Everything else, rea- yeah. all the other strings react to you tuning one of the other strings. Um, and then I did the second half of the of the of the night on the strat, um, on the on the older, uh, you know, on the old reliable, and it was it was fantastic. So it was a really good gig. Really enjoyed it. And I've got another one with that band at the beginning of September uh, down in Exeter. So looking forward to that. Wow. That'll be really good. <clears throat> Mate, so. that's fantastic. And it sounds like there's some really nice calibre musicians that you're playing with as well, which is... Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Different. I mean, um, well, the thing is, you guys, th- this is what I've only really been kind of privy to recently, which is these gigs, these wedding gigs, um, are, these are probably the highest paying gigs for most mm-hmm. musicians, you know, two, three hundred yeah, quid a gig. Yeah. You know, if you're playing in, you know, Go West at a festival, you're not getting that money for the gig. You, you, really? You know, probably, yeah, you'd, you'd probably be surprised. I was surprised, but, mm. um, you know, for a lot of those guys that are out touring, doing a lot of gigs, they're earning more money because the you're getting paid when you're travelling, you're getting paid when you're gigging, and you're probably out for two, three weeks at a time doing a tour in the UK than you might do Europe. So, yeah, sure. there's more of a living than doing a wedding gig every weekend. But the per gig pay is way better yeah. in huh. the wedding world than it is in the in the touring world. So that's why you see a lot of these guys that are doing gigs like, you know, a permanent full-time band members for these 80s guys. They're still picking up as many wedding gigs as they can because it's a bonus for them. Um, wow. That surprised me that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're great musicians. Um, and it's, yeah, it's always a pleasure to play with people like that because you feel, <laughs> oh, this is great. I get to play with people who are better than me. That's yeah, so important. Yeah. You know, I always, yeah. I've always found that I've noticed, like when we've talked about jam nights before or just, you know, 
know, the last one we did, well, you should be in a band. One of the things I forgot to say when, about that was try and be in a band with people who are all better than you because, oh, yeah. you know, it's such an inspiring thing. You know, you don't want to be the, Definitely. it's like, don't be the smartest person in the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't ever exactly. want to be the smartest person in the room because then who is there to learn from? So that's it. That's it. Exactly. It pushes you on. It gives you something to look up to. Yeah, and exactly. Even if you are the smartest person in the room or the best person in the room, there's always something you can learn from someone else. And to be honest, being in a band is not about being the smartest person in the room, right? It's a, as we discussed, right? It's a Ooh. team dynamic. So to, in some, in some instances, you, you've almost got to play to the lowest common denominator, but, and, and help bring people up to, to where you need to get them to. For so. sure. Um, yeah. Oh, cool, man. Oh, those gigs sound amazing. I'm so glad the Gretsch yeah. is out there as well. But Me too. You've got a nice little arsenal of guitars nice now to choose from. Guitars, for yeah. I know. Yeah. See, I need it. I want to, yeah. I'm kind of craving a proper Gibson Les Paul though. That's probably oh, the next you. one in a few years time, maybe. Yeah. You know, after some other things are done, you know, um, in, you know, in other areas of life. Excuse me. Um, if I'm, you know, if I'm going to get another guitar in the future, I think I want a proper, decent Gibson standard Les Paul. And I'm thinking like, a, not even like a, you know, like a, um, uh, like, what do you call it? Not a quilt top, you know, like a mm-hmm. plain top. Yeah, plain like top. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd love a yeah. really nice plain yeah. top, like dark burst. Yeah, lovely. You know, kind of like one of the Tokai's you've got, I guess. But the Tokai's yeah. got a, got a flame top. Hasn't it's it? got a flame on it. It's yeah. got a flame Clapton top. used to Clapton used to have a dark burst plain top. He did. He did. Yeah. yeah. Um, For quite a while. Quite a while. I'd, I'd love. I'd, I would just love. And it's and this is because of Danny Lean. Danny Lean posted it on the Guitar Geek Hangout, which is our new page, our new little oh, group yeah. for us to kind of communicate yeah. with people with. Um, he posted some good pictures of his Gibson Les Paul. He's got an ass, an absolute beaut of a Les yeah, Paul. Yeah, it does look stunning. Yeah, yeah it's really so lovely. I'm kind of craving one of those. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I'd advise anyone to buy another Les Paul and a, or a Les Paul from Gibson, unless that's real. I mean, what am I saying? It's been the guitar I've coveted for years, but owning them is... I don't know. I, I know Danny plays his a lot, and it's a and it's a beautiful, beautiful sounding one. And I and I play my ones as well. I'm just going back to the whole kind of taking them out, gigging them in pubs, and you know being yeah. afraid to get them damaged and trashed kind of thing versus something more affordable. Um, yeah. Which, you know, owning a Gibson Les Paul is a pain, right? That's what I'm getting at. It's a pain. Why? You'll always because you'll always worry about it being damaged or nicked, <laughs> and. And, and and it costs costs a load of money. He says with a few of them sitting behind him. Um, Life's too short, Kieran. I know. I know. It is. It is. It is too short. Hold on a minute. What's happened? This is a massive role reversal. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, yeah, I know. Right. I don't know what's you, happened you, there. You've got the bug now. That's it. No, Just go we buy need, guitars. We need to move on. We're not on this conversation. No, let's, no, let's, let's get let's get you purchasing something. Buy something quickly. <laughs> Do it now. No, let's it's go. Not going to happen. Anyway, right. so. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt this conversation. However, if you made it this far, you should definitely subscribe to the show on your favourite podcast app. Go and do that now, then come right back. I'll wait here. Hey, welcome back. What we're talking, talking about, about two things this talking, talking about two things this week. First thing we're doing is we're addressing um, an excellent 
uh, question that we've had on the Guitar Smarts uh, Facebook page. Um, oh, yeah. And the other thing we're going to talk about is kind of, I think, a follow-on from our last podcast, which is why you should join a band. Yes. Um, and that's what you can do to prepare and get yourself ready for auditioning. Maybe a band that you're looking to join want to audition you um, and they've told you to learn some tracks or whatever and come to a rehearsal or whatever it is. But we're going to talk about okay, that. Okay, cool. All right, cool. So, so great. Sounds like we've got a nice link to the last episode on why you should join a band. And then what was, so what was the question? Okay. I mean, so uh, follow the, follow the Facebook page, Mr. Josh Chudley asked us a question a few days ago. Um, and it kind of, I, you know, I've, I've kind of feel for Josh because, um, he's in a position where he's finding it difficult to join a band. He's, he said, how do you find a band? I've exhausted mm. any ideas. I've, I've, I've moved to Southport 18 months ago. Just if you don't know, Southport is a town on like the Northwest coast of England. It's just like between yeah. Liverpool and, and, uh, and Blackpool, a beautiful, beautiful town. Actually, I'm surprised mm. um, struggling, but, um, 18 months ago, so he moved to South for 18 months ago. He knows no one. He set up a jam night, but that's slowly dying uh, and not developed into anything. So he's really struggling to find a band. Josh obviously clearly wants to get out there and express himself, be in a band and perform. Yeah. Um, and I, I answered, I, d- I did answer you know, your question, Josh, online, but, but Kieran and I thought it was, you know, you know, pertinent enough that we should talk about this on the podcast um, because it's a really great question. And I also, you know, I have empathy for you because I've struggled. I, I, I still want to join a band myself, mm. you know, although I get to do some good debt gigs every year and I keep a handful of them in the diary for the sake of, you know, getting out there and playing yeah. and earning a little bit of extra cash, you know, um, really what I want to do is kind of what you do, Kieran, which is join a more local band and get out there and gig for the more for the fun of it and, and, you know, be less stressful because it's not a business, mm-hmm. you know, uh, commitment from somebody who's sold a gig to a wedding or a function. Sure. It's more of a, sure. you turning up to a pub to play and have some fun. Um, yeah. So, you know, I, I had some ideas as to what he could do, which I put on the website. And the first one I had was, you know, to put up some advertisements, maybe online, yeah. first yeah. of all. Join my band, bandmate.co.uk, Facebook pages, find some musician pages, some live music pages, have a look at Lemon Rock. So do some research just to, you know, um, where you can where you can interact with people. Yeah, I think that's, that's the first thing. Is that kind of what you did when you found your band? Yeah, so I, I tried a bunch of different things to, to, to try and find bands. And um, let's let's start there with the ones you've mentioned. Um, I, I, just a quick question. Do we definitely know that, that Josh is in the UK, Southport, and not North Carolina, <laughs> Southport in the US? Oh, uh, do you know what? I actually have no idea. It's a really good question. <laughs> well, it may be that he's... Yeah, it's a good point. It may be that he... <laughs> Actually, I'm just going to click on his. Um... Right, so well, you know, I'm going to take a wild guess and say that he is in the UK because he's uh, um, the, he's here. Yeah, his picture references the NHS uh, in some way on. All right, Facebook. cool. Well, so, yeah. look, look, so the, the only reason I ask that is because there is different sites and stuff. But let's cover yeah. some of the UK ones and some of the US ones as well. Anyway, just so, so that everyone's got a good idea. And 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 in whichever country you're listening in, that you'll have sites like this. So. 
I think, yeah, probably the first place to, to look, which is easy to do because it's in it's in your hand, it's in your phone, is, is let's start with some of these online sites. that, And there are some that are dedicated it, to it, right? So you've mentioned a few of these. Bandmix, uh, .co.uk is a UK one. You've got joinmyband.co.uk. Um, they are great places to start. I have had limited success putting my own advert onto those and people contacting me. I've had really good success and hit rates at frequently uh, scouring the search search function and narrowing it down to the kind of area that I live in and looking for guitarist wanted ads. Ah, um, okay. So, so rather than trying to put yourself out there for people to contact you, you found yeah. it better to use it as a as to find a band looking for somebody. For sure. Okay, got it. For, for sure. And and then I've got some kind of tips and stuff around around how to kind of trawl through that, right? Because yeah. um, it's there, there's a lot of there's a lot of things you kind of see when you read through through those adverts. But the last few bands that I've been in, including including the band we were in together many mm-hmm. years ago, was was found through through websites sites like this and me reaching out and contacting the the person that yeah. posted that had posted the ad so i've had i've had great success with those but i've always put my own advert on there as well telling people who i am you know my a little brief res- resume cv of what i can offer them and, and i'm pretty sure no one reads or contacts that way people are more like more wanting to to be approached rather than do the hard work themselves so mm. so you're going to have to trawl through those adverts and and read through all of the guitarist wanted ones and in that, you will also need to be pretty flexible and open-minded, I would say, is my next tip around the advert itself, right? Because right. people write people write fairly, fairly nondescript stuff sometimes, which you may dismiss, but keep an open mind, right? So okay. people will put things in there around the types of genre of music they're looking for, the type of age range that they are, their location, how frequently they're gigging or rehearsing or whatever. And there is a tendency that we all have to kind of look at it and go yeah that doesn't sound like it's for me it doesn't sound like it's for me just just try and keep an open mind read between the lines and i would say contact them and and send them a copy of your your, your resume it's like uh, hunting for any jo- any job right you know if 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 around 50 to 60 percent of it of what they're saying in their advert is roughly there right if yeah they're, if they're a thrash metal band and and, and you're a kind of uh, country picking, finger picking guitarist, or whatever. Then you're probably, and you're not interested in thrash metal. Then, then that's <laughs> definitely not close enough, right? But I, I do know a lot of people that self limit because it's not quite the set list they were looking for, or if they're you know gigging maybe slightly outside the desired area. You're going to have to make a compromise somewhere on something, so you might yeah. as well just get in contact with them, have a chat, and mm-hmm. and so so that's what I would say. Keep an open mind, be flexible. And and just trawl through those lists, looking at all the guitarists wanted stuff, and see if you can find uh, something. Uh, but in, in the US, you know the the forums like Reddit, mm. uh, Craigslist, they ha- they all have that kind of stuff available. Yeah. And I see a lot of it on Facebook, right? Yeah. So there's there's um, there's dedicated Facebook groups. Like there's one for where where I live down in Hampshire. That's you know, Hampshire musicians uh, kind of forum. Mm. And literally, debt gigs go up on there all the time yeah. for people, people looking for musicians, like-minded musicians. Just just use all of those things. But um, what I would also say is, is be patient because 
I know it takes a lot of time to look through those sites and crawl through it all. And then you get to the end of it all and you go, well, there's just nothing there for me. So the tendency is to then just stop and go, well, those were no use and I won't look at those again. You've got to look at them every week, mm-hmm. every few days. Keep keep looking at them because new stuff comes up. And if you miss it, someone else has got uh, got that slot in the band that could have been yours. Yeah. So you've got to, you've got to keep, keep re- re- revisiting. That's awesome. That's really great advice. I like the fact that you you talk about um, being. You have to be a bit open minded, right? And maybe, mm. like you say, people self limit if they find a band that is joinable to them, but it's not quite the set list they want to play. Well, yeah. then you really should be thinking about starting a band yourself and finding musicians right. to play the music you want to play. Right. If you just want to find a band that you can enjoy gigging with and get out there soon, then you should be looking for a band that's gigging, yeah. and then compromise on the music you play maybe a little bit and then over time maybe try and influence from within yeah, the band some absolutely. changes that you want to do and say you know maybe I'd love to play a, f- a few more tracks like this or that I think that's really good like that uh, is that is it every band that I've joined has been like well what start you know once you get in once you pass the audition once you started gigging a bit with them they're like yeah we're thinking of mixing up the set list a little bit and you know mm. what do you what do you want to play what do you and, and it always happens like within the first few months set lists are very rarely absolutely set in stone even with the worst bands i've been in where they're like really kind of like draconian this is what we do this is what we play this is our genre blah 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 there's still scope to go okay well what do we think of this song and yeah nobody only nobody only loves 30 songs that that they (laughs) happen to then want to put into a set list (laughs) you know everyone there's there's thousands and thousands of of tracks that they'd love to be able to gig Um, and i'm and i'm guessing i guess it's just a case of finding the finding the people in a band that are gigging that have enough of an overlap with those songs that you'll be able to find common ground right that's and it then, that's it and then you, you find that common ground and you you find those songs and hey presto that's it mate I've joined bands where you know it got to the point where I really couldn't find anything so I just ended up joining back like I, I did a, I joined a band a couple of years back mm. that, was, that basically wanted to be they didn't badge themselves as this but they basically wanted to be like a Steely Dan tribute band because most of the set list was Steely Dan numbers and they were a few, a few, a few. Well, I mean, <laughs> great, but I mean, to be in a Steely Dan tribute band, yeah, man, you'd, you'd fit in absolutely great, right? But there's only a certain caliber of musicians, like your good self and a few others, uh, that could that could sit into that slot, right? And and they 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 were they were good, uh, but that's tough music to do, right? But I went along and I had good fun and I yeah. learned some some cool songs and got into Steely Dan a bit more and yeah. uh, and all of that. But yeah, I was looking for a blues like rock band yeah. and ended up like playing <laughs> Steely Dan stuff in the re- in this rehearsal room. I was like, what that's am amazing. I doing? Well, why am I sitting here le- I learning know. this? It was I was quite naive as well. I, did, I hadn't really listened to much Steely Dan and yeah. <laughs> It's quite complex stuff. Well, there you go. I, I like the fact that that's that's kind of tip number one, though, isn't it? Being open minded. But yeah. um, the next thing I, w- I wanted to mention about this was like, and this comes from experience, and I bet you've got this experience as well because something an experience we both share mm. is we've both worked in music shops, haven't we? Yeah. <clears throat> when I was in my late teens, early twenties, I, I had a Saturday job. Um, I worked full time, but I, I still mm-hmm. had a Saturday job as well, working in my local music shop. Mm-hmm. And all the local musicians came in there. And I know it's probably not the same now, right, with internet shopping and Amazon and everything. 
But guitarists still like to go to guitar shops and musicians still like to go and look at, you know, instruments and things that they're playing, go and check things out. And, yeah. I, you know, and I'm sure that community is still there where there's that music store in your town that people go to. Yeah. And the person who runs that store has got a connection with all those different people, especially yes. if there's semi-renowned to renowned bands that are in the area that gig quite frequently that yeah. are looking for musicians. Those people yeah. who run those stores probably know that those bands are looking for musicians or, right. you know, they might put ads up in the store. Do you remember exactly. doing the old thing where you would print an ad saying, yeah. band looking for guitarist, and, and across yeah. the bottom you'd have like 10 numbers. You could tear off scripts. Yeah. People still do yeah. that, I'm sure. They still do that. They still do that. They, they do it down yeah. at the local PMT music store. Yeah. It's, it's the first thing you see when you walk in because they've got a little foyer lobby area before you get into the main store part and in that f- lobby is just a pin board with all yeah. of that stuff music teachers are putting stuff up there they give you you know lessons people looking for bands I, I think that's a really great tip mate is yeah um use your music store but in but there's a few different ways mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. exactly as you said ask them if you can put up an advert somewhere do they do that great if they do cool you know no worries if they don't ask them if um you can leave them a bunch of cards to keep behind the desk, like with your number on it. Mm-hmm. If somebody comes in and asks them, right, you know, where can I find a guitarist? It's random, but you never know. You might get a hit off of that. Um, the other thing, and it sounds a little bit stalkerish, but <laughs> if you have got a music store near you, like hang out there a little bit, right? Like go in, buy some stuff, buy some strings, like hang out there and listen because you'll get players mm-hmm. coming in that you can speak to and go, oh, you're playing in a band at the moment or whatever, if you like they're playing or go and sit in there and play, right? Mm-hmm. I, I've had people come up to me whilst I'm demoing guitars in music stores and going, oh, do you play locally? Are you in a band or whatever? Mm. I mean, you, you never know. <laughs> do you, just, bit- you just walk in and play Stowaway, don't you? Just walk in, <laughs> you grab the double neck SG down from the centre of the wall. <laughs> Don't you? You throw your leather body length jacket down on the floor and you, yeah. you start turn playing the smoke machine on. You put the smoke turn machine the smoke on machine first. on. That's yeah. it. Yeah. And you yeah. put your hat on the floor and yeah. then start playing yeah. stairway. And all of a sudden yeah. you're in a band. Somebody's That's taking it. you. Miracles can happen. <laughs> no, but hang out in music shops because what yes. I used to see, what I did used to see, right, is people would meet up in music stores, right? You'd yeah. wander in to go and get a packet of strings. You'd end up spending five minutes talking to the guy behind the desk and then somebody else would come in. He'd be like, oh, hey, how you doing? Oh, this guy's in a band. And you could, you know, I don't know, maybe yeah. I'm living in a, in a in a utopian uh, memory of the past as to how the world used to work, where people used to just come and hang out in our music store and chat yeah. and meet each other and get gigs off each other. Maybe people just buy guitars online now. Oh, and ma- it doesn't, well, I, public, I, don't, I don't reckon that happens in your Andertons and your PMTs and your, you know these these large you know I Sterile don't places. yeah I don't yeah. think it happens in those places but I think if you've got you know the smaller local stores you know um, yeah. especially stores that are part of you know they're part of a community of mm. musicians that frequent that store a lot because it's unique yeah. to yeah. the area I mean um, those those are the it's gold it's a gold <laughs> mine even if there's like you know even if the community kind of exists on Facebook, you'll yeah. still be able to kind of access it through the store. It's, it's bizarre. 
in a way. And I, so that's that's number one for me. Start every weekend, go down to your music store, you know. Yeah, get, get to know them, get, yeah. get to know the guys or girls that run the store and their names and things like that. And so that you're at the front of their brain if somebody comes yeah. in and asks for, yeah. hey, do you know, do you, we're start, our guitarist has just left, just moved to Mongolia to help, you know, save <laughs> an indigenous species or something and we're missing him for our <laughs> Steely Dan tribute. Uh, do you know of anyone? And they're going, do you know what? Yeah, there's this guy we can't get shut of. He keeps coming he in keeps every week. keeps hanging around. Can you yeah. please take him? It's going to work. It's going to work. But <laughs> Contact people via WhatsApp to how things used to be done 20 years ago like there couldn't be two more extremes yeah, no. we're going to have to we're going to have to fill in the gaps in between right because our listening audience have, have got have started by going okay yeah that first one makes good sense and then they've gone the second one sounds like something out of like the 1980s yeah. for, our, for our younger <laughs> listening like, audience like, it's like Wayne's World isn't it it's like, like yeah I, it really is it's just like I like to play you know I like to play but I kid you not man I'm laughing because honestly what has the world come to because that is what used to happen in yeah. our music shop that I worked in, right? I, I I used to be making people coffee more than I was selling guitars because people yeah. would come in and the owner would know them and he'd introduce me and then That's I'd it. get to know them and then we'd hang out. How long are you here for? You, you want to stop and have a coffee with us for a bit? Yeah, yeah. yeah I'll have the coffee. And they'd stay for like an hour yeah. and they'd be like, I, I better go. I better go. And then another hour would go and they'd still be there. Yeah, like, they're musicians. Right. What are they doing during the I day? Know. Nothing. They'd only be sleeping otherwise anyway. So, <laughs> you know, they just used to come and hang out and then people yeah. would meet exactly <laughs> sounds weird in I wish it was still it? the case but, but I, I you know I'm certain it still is because you can't <laughs> It's not, is it? That's what's going to happen, it's isn't not. it? Sorry, Josh. Josh, Josh Sorry, is gonna, Josh. Josh Chudley's yeah. going to walk into his local guitar store and start trying to have this conversation, and the guy's yeah. going to go, what do you think it is, 1999? Yeah. Get out of my store. Buy, buy something, get, get out. You've got a restraining order for just being friendly to people yeah. and trying to trying to make a connection. We still think you should try, Josh. But, um, yeah, give anyway. it a go. Give it a go. That's what we do. Yeah. Uh, no, we've got more. We've got better. We've got better tips. We've got better we tips. We do have better tips. What, what's, what's your next tip, Karen? What would you do okay. next? <clears throat> right um there's a couple that i can think okay. of well this one kind of is a link from the from the um guitar shop one but it's kind of like speak to your friends call all your contacts let them know right yeah. because uh like you matt you i've developed like a network of musicians that i know yeah. and hang out with and have a beer and stuff but they're they're busy and they sometimes just assume you're gigging or that you haven't got time to be gigging at the moment or whatever but they speak to other musicians, right? So if you have a network, if you have a little black book yeah. of people that you know, even if it's like two or three people, like just let them know. Hey guys, just to let you know, I'm trying to get out and join my own band. Just left another band or, or whatever. Yeah. Um, if you hear about anything from anyone else, just just pass them my number. I'm really looking to get into a into a band. So that's kind of like a really obvious one. Um, but the other one linked to that is uh, what I would also advise is 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 take every debt gig that you can mm. um, a, a reasonably accommodate in your diary because. Yeah. Man, debt gigs are a surefire way to a get out yeah. back and kicking and keep you sharp, but also meet other people mm-hmm. um, who are who are like, yeah, okay, great. Well, you know, I can hook you up with a band that I know is looking for for a guitarist, and then they can vouch for you because they've heard you playing, 
Or sometimes um, it's been the case where I've done depth gigs for people because their other guitarist is becoming less and less reliable. And they're kind of like, actually, how would you feel about joining the band permanently? Because, you know, yeah. the other guitarist is kind of not here and that's why you're here as a depth. So mm. that does happen. Yeah. Or sometimes the guitarist is looking to, to drop a gig because if yeah. something else has come along that's more convenient for them and they need somebody to kind of take something on permanently for them. Yeah. You know, I guess it's just a case of, again, it's actually a bit of an extension of that community thing, isn't it? It's getting mm. out there, building mm. your connections before before Definitely. you try and maybe just try and find a band, maybe build your connections, yeah. build the people you know. And I wanted to add to that because one of the, the other things that I think helps support that exact point is try and do some research on what the music scene is like locally. Uh, yes. Look at places like Facebook and Lemon Rock and try and find groups that tell you when there's gigs on and which places do live music and go, go to them, go and watch these bands, go and go and introduce yourself and, you know, say, you know, and, and try and try and integrate yourself more into the just general live music community, even if it's frequenting, frequent, frequenting those venues and, you know, trying to, you know, be present in the community where live music happens so that, um, again, you you kind of, you've got more That's opportunities really to meet people who are in bands and, you know, you can, if, if you find a band, even, even if you find a band that doesn't need a guitarist, but you like the band, go to the gigs, support them, help them out and get to know them. And you never know that that day might come where, hey, do you know what, actually... John's leaving the band. He's got to move somewhere and Mongolia yeah, to support you know, <laughs> again to, to support the other guy that went. That's there. right. <laughs> it's, and, and, <laughs> but it's it's about being present in that community as much as you can be, even if you're not actively looking for that gig, or if you've done everything to kind of look for that gig that you want to get in a band. Um, whilst you're waiting for it to happen, you've got to be. You know, I think you've got to be present and and visible in that community that you find locally. Um, and that's going to help for sure. I think that's a great tip. And look, you know, depending on your level of confidence, like I, I wouldn't necessarily have any issue doing this, but I know this is a nerve wracking thing for people. But if you are going to these gigs and seeing bands that you like and, and thinking, oh God, I, I'd like to be part of that band, just go and have a chat to them, like in, in the break yeah. or when they're packing down at the end of the night. And, you know, don't, don't, don't be too full on with it because, you know, no, no, but just saying, hey, look, I really like what you guys are playing. You guys sounded great. Um, you know, would you be guys open to take my number and contact details? Because I really like the kind of stuff you're doing. And if you ever need a dep or someone to come and play with you, I'd, I'd love to come and audition for you should the need arise. And that's it. Yeah. And, and, you know, they'll, they'll respond, you know, I'm sure favorably to, oh, great. Thanks very much, mate. I mean, you know, there's a right and appropriate and nice way of coming across just to let them know you like what they're doing. And if, if they ever need your, your services or, or give you the opportunity to come and play for them. Yeah. Um, here's my details. That's it. You know, that's a, that's a really good idea. Um, cool, man. Yeah. Cool. And I think you said, you know, that I think we've answered Josh's question as best as we can. Uh, but you segued really nicely there into the next topic, which was what we were saying earlier on was our, 
um, kind of continuation of the conversation from last week right, about joining a band yeah. why you should yeah. join a band and the benefits of that um, and you said just then you know it'd be great if I could come along and maybe audition and show you mm. why I could be mm. a you know a good member of the band or a good right. deck guitarist for you to you know feel confident for let's yeah. say that band said yeah that's a great idea why don't you come along we've got a rehearsal every week on a Tuesday night or whatever you know this week we're doing these songs um, yeah. come down and audition through these songs let's see what you can you can uh, let's see if you can you know pick up the heat for the other guitarist if you can't do the gig or let's Perfect. see what you can do to add that's how the, to that's second how it guitarist goes. and all of a yeah. sudden now you've got your audition you've right. got your opportunity and yeah. you've got some time to to prepare that's yeah. that's the other subject that we wanted to approach this week and you know we've got a, it's, it's not a huge subject we've got a little bit of time to mm-hmm. to cover it but hey Kieran you're more experienced than I am auditioning what's your do you have a process for, for getting ready for an audition rather than just a dep gig or something like because they're kind yeah, of sure. related you know yeah. you're learning an arrangement you're learning you know what a band has asked you to do like a yeah, dep gig um, but, but it's more like a job interview than it is like it's a, a job interview yeah a, a contract kind of position for a short period of time isn't it so yeah for sure for so sure it's 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 a job interview yeah right? uh, and yeah there is a there is a process so um there, there there's obviously the the the, f- the fundamental f- thing right which is kind of obvious to most people, which is if you're going along to an audition, learn the songs and learn them to the best that you can, right? And and I won't go into the details of how to do that because we've got done a whole episode, right, on how yeah. how to how to learn a song, <laughs> right? But so that's the most obvious one is really, but really learn the songs, right? Yeah. Um, and in and in most instances, most instances, it is. A, it's better to have learned a few songs really well than learn a load of songs superficially um, yeah. because they're wanting to assess are you of a decent enough quality of player to to, to, to go the distance with the band, right? Mm-hmm. And if you muddle through 30 songs... 20 songs, even 10 songs, but you've got, you've brought your notes in front of you. You're trying to read bits of scrappy bits of paper for chord changes and, and all of that. Yeah. And you're, you're not keeping pace with, you don't have time to do that in an audition successfully. I would say it's better to rock up and have learned five songs really, really brilliantly. So your guitar tone's right. Your kind of approach to the song is right. You're listening to the rest of the band members and then it clicks. Yeah. And every, every time you do that, you'll get a great, that sounds brilliant. And yeah. even if they say, what other songs do you know? And you go, guys, I, I learned those. <laughs> yeah, everyone knows that. <laughs> right. Yeah. Have a bunch of, so- and that, that's a really yeah. good point though. Have a bunch of songs that you know yeah. you can fall back on, but don't, yeah. you, don't, don't try to learn all of the songs. No. Um, go, because again, it's an audition as well. You don't want to feel like massively deflated if you don't get the gig. Yeah. But, and then you've just spent like weeks learning all of, all of these songs. Learn a handful of songs really well and let them know those are the ones you're going to learn. All right, that's the obvious one. And quality rather than yeah. quantity. Know them inside and out and play with the band, not not play to your charts. 
be on time, reliability is like That's a really, right. really obvious one. Um, yeah. You know, they're probably looking for a member because the previous member is not reliable. That's like 90% of what happens. Like rarely is it somebody that just goes, I've, I've got to go to outer Mongolia and look after an endangered species of migrating swallow. It's <laughs> generally speaking that the rest of the band's got a bit ticked off, right? And they're kind of thinking, this guy's just not reliable. Yeah. He's always late. He's cancelling gigs, all of that. That's kind of right. Stuff. Yeah. So, um, so be on time. That's, that's the key thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, I've got more. Do you want more? Of course, absolutely. We've got. Them. <laughs> right, I'll give you a few. I'll give you a few more. Okay. Bring the bring the appropriate level of gear, right? Okay. Um, like we've spoken about Boy Scout levels of preparedness for gigs, yeah. and like bringing all your stuff, bringing your spare guitars, bringing everything. Like, don't do that turning up to an audition though, because it's going to take, it's going to take you like more time than you've got to set up. Yeah. Right. I mean, I've been to auditions where they've been really disciplined, right? And I've been walking in with my gear to set up as the previous guy's leaving. And there's another guy waiting after me to come in after me. Right. Mm. And that's a, that's a different thing around keeping yeah. your composure, being psychologically ready, not letting that be a distraction to you and just going in and doing the audition and, and doing the job. Yeah. But no, it, you know, but no one's got time for you to bring in like two amps, two guitars, like, and set up 17 pedals on the floor and all, all of that. Right. It's just like, like bring the appropriate level of gear set it up quickly yeah. and and be good to go so yeah if, and if you're not quick at doing that practice being that's quick a really at that. good point I, I i hadn't thought about that when i was thinking about this beforehand about that potential for you to have a limited time slot mm. with, with quite a lot of pressure to to get yeah. through because the band's under pressure to get through they've arranged yeah. a certain number of guys there or girls yeah. to be able to come in and audition and actually you know you've got to respect that band's time that they have given to you so do yeah. what you can to be quickly you know quick about it and you know like you said yeah. appropriate level of, appropriate level of gear to be yeah. able to get the sounds you know you need to get for the songs that you're auditioning that's it and uh, get that's in it. and get out and res- yeah that's respect it. them for it i guess absolutely yeah. take, right take the time to you know just to kind of be i mean one of the things i would add as well is is always try and be polite and, and you know gracious to people and <clears> shake their hands and look them in the yes. eyes when you say hello and be a yes. nice person and show them it doesn't All take very that. long to, to to make someone see that you're a genuine and decent person you know it can exactly. be just in the way you greet them you know yes um, definitely and, absolutely yeah, so think, keep, and keep that, that, and that exact way. thing and that exact thing that you're talking about and having a bit of banter so people can see your personality yeah that can be done while you're setting your gear up which is why I'm saying bring an appropriate level of gear that you know how to set up quickly and effectively because my top tip is also use that setup time to talk to the band. Yes. Um, Because again, the audition time might be precious, right? They haven't got Mm. time necessarily to sit there and listen to you tell them your life story like um, before or afterwards. Don't be boring in that way, but find a slot where you can tell them enough about yourself, a bit about your experience so they can get to know that, this guy's got a sense of humor or girl has got a sense of humor. They've got the experience we're looking for, et cetera, et cetera. Try and do that bit while you're setting.
setting up, right? But then once you're set up, they're like, okay, they're set up. They've done it quickly. They seem like a nice guy because, you know, they've introduced themselves. I can see they've got a bit of sense of humor and they, they've, you know, they're, they're not, you know, just yeah. going to be like paralyzed with fear. And then you're there ready to go. So it's like, okay, guys, what first number? How about this? And then you're into yeah, it. So, yeah. s- so then, then you're switching to showing them that you've got a work ethic, right? That's right. So it's like, you've come in, you've set up quickly, you've got some personality, you're not boring. And then, and then you're good to go. So work ethic you're, time. You're, you're gre- do the songs. That's it. You're greasing the wheels for them, aren't you? You're just making totally. it super it's it's straight. So forward. easy. Then it's so easy. You bash through your songs. You've learned them well. Have, you're having fun doing it. Try and engage with the band members while you're playing, yeah. which again is why you've learned your songs really well enough. So you're not staring at your fretboard. Yeah. You're looking at the band so that, you know, they, you can cue each other as you would normally do when you're integrated in a band. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once all of that's gone well, then if time allows and you're not in a revolving door situation, mm. um, pack your gear up quickly and competently. And then that's generally when you're loading up your car and taking your stuff out that they're going to have a chat about it, about whether you're, whether you're in or out. Right. And it'll either be a case of, We've got five people to see and we want to have a chat about it and we'll come back to you. Or yeah. more often it's kind of like they go, right, we'd like you to join. We liked it. The audition went really well. Well done. You're, you're in. You're in. That's right? it. And that's great. That's brilliant. That's a wonderful feeling when that happens. Literally on the spot, they're like, we loved it. You're, you're in. And, but then I would say then, then it's the balls in your court then to make sure that both of you have an understanding about each other's expectations. So not, not to then start getting demanding at that point, but just kind of talk about things openly, which is like, oh, that's brilliant guys you know i just want to go through how frequently you're gigging how frequently you're rehearsing just so we can make sure that i can commit to that what locations you're gigging in trying to establish all of that like at that point and if you're not sure if they're the band for you yeah just so just go brilliant that's great news thank you so much um i'm doing a couple of auditions for a couple of bands this week and you know i I, can i can have a few days to to work through those and i'll definitely let you guys know by this date and that's it you know brilliant point um so those are the things that i would think about being a serial auditioner for for, for auditioner. (laughs) (laughs) but i really think that's just the yeah you 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 know it's almost not important about the 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 guitar side of it is almost the least important obviously learn the songs have the have your have your tones ready and stuff if you need to work on your your sound for the for the for the audition but um it's almost like, like i've always said about normal job interviews it's if you've got a job interview then on paper you're already right for the job in the employer's yeah. eyes right you're already yeah. like okay this person can do the job let's see what this person's like and yeah. the interview's more about showing who you are as a person and how you can contribute and how how you would react to certain situations so that they can build like a profile of how this person's going to fit in in their business right it's not about your capability it's about who you are as a person and i think auditions are really the same as that i think you've got to try and find in those moments that you have the the opportunities to show who you are as a person and why 
you 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 should be you know offered the position in the band and it's not just about how you play and how you sound is it i mean it's i've played on. in bands before with yeah. guys who are some of the most just wonderfully gifted musicians before <laughs> that i wouldn't want to spend a moment of my time with <laughs> you know it just it's that yeah, is it's you know i wouldn't man. want to be in a band with people like that because yeah it's you know it's tiring. It's difficult, and and people don't want to be in tiring, difficult situations when they're in a band. Exactly right, mate. Exactly, and I think I think we did. Did we do an episode um, way back, like one of the earlier episodes, which was like um, how not to behave, like if you're in a band, or like some of our worst band experiences, like yeah, being in a band with people. We did do but, something like and, that. Uh, I think I think one of our listeners, Rob, like commented on it in the social media as well to uh, to say basically can, can be summed up it by by just yeah. don't be a dick, don't be a dick. That's people. it. <laughs> That's entirely right. the truth. So episode thirty of the podcast okay. way back in August last year was how to be in a yeah. band, right? Uh, but we also did one in June, episode twenty four of last year, which was the best and worst gigs we ever had. So right. two, so little, yeah, a couple of episodes from you know the back. Yeah, the back catalogue of guitar smarts there to go and listen to as well as this one if you're enjoying this episode go and go back and listen to those two as well because i'm and sure they're different right because those yeah. those episodes fo- focused on conduct and teamwork yeah exactly and elements of that right so that's yeah. the kind of things that you've got to also demonstrate somehow yeah. in a short audition that you've got those qualities and you're not a dick um, exactly. and, and to your point, exactly. It's the guitar playing is only part of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's only, yeah. I think like right. I said, I think if you, if you've been given the audition, just say to yourself, okay, I know I can already do this. This is easy enough, but that's not why I'm auditioning. You're not just, you know, take, take it as a given that you can, you can perform and sound and play like how they want somebody to play. Be, you know, concentrate on the thing of, of why, you know, answer the question for them why you should be in the band and not the other guys or girls that are auditioning, you know, on that night. Um, that's that's the key. Like, like you said it perfectly at the beginning. It's a job interview, isn't it? Mm. It's it's mm. That's what you're doing. You're, you're trying to get somebody to select you for something that they know you can already do, but they have a choice between multiple options, right? So... Yeah. You know, yeah. swing, swing the, swing the balance your way. Yeah, exactly, exactly right. There we go. Fun. There Fun. we go. Well, we've we've answered Josh's question. Thank you very much, Josh. And to anybody else listening, you can always pop onto the social media pages, um, the Guitar Smarts um, page on Facebook, our Instagram page, or a newly founded community on Facebook, which is called the Guitar Geek Hangout. Um, you can come on there and ask questions. Um, and like Josh's question, which was a follow-up from our last podcast a couple of weeks ago, uh, why you should join a band, um, if, if it's a fantastic enough question like Josh's is, we may just turn it into a podcast to answer your Definitely. question anyway. So. Yeah, that was that was a great question, which took us in a whole different set of directions over the last hour. And mate, um, thanks for setting up the uh, Guitar Geek Hangout. No worries. I, I, it's the, there's, a, there's a lovely little forum of beautiful, wonderful people like yeah, feeding in and like posting. It's great. Why didn't we do this sooner? Well, that's it. It's, it's kind of like I thought it's better if, if we have a group instead of just a page, we can interact yeah. a little bit more. Yeah, right? I'm Other loving people that. can post and 
start topics and things like that. And we can yeah. just help, you know, because we've got a lot of listeners now, you know, we've had, you know, a lot of downloads and we've got a lot of listeners from all over the world, you know, um, um, and I think it's, you know, it's, now's the now's the time, you know, maybe it's overdue, but now's the time at least for us to kind of build a place where you guys listening to us can come together and communicate and and talk about anything. It doesn't have to just be about the podcast, but it can be exactly. about anything. That we, you know, and educate us. Educate us on stuff that we yeah. get wrong or stuff that you want us oh, to talk we, I'm about. I'm sure we get stuff wrong all the time. Controversial topics. <laughs> tell us. If we're wrong about something, come and tell us and, you know... Thank you for it. Definitely. <laughs> Beautiful, man. What a great episode. I really enjoyed it today, Yeah, me mate. too, buddy. It was a good conversation. That, I think, was a fantastic follow-up to the last last podcast we did and um, some great questions there. And, uh, I finished my coffee. So, you know, just just once again, a big thank you to Andrew Cole for his, <laughs> his contribution. <laughs> I've enjoyed my coffee and I'm very grateful for it. So, uh, and if anyone else would like to buy us a coffee, we would greatly appreciate it. And, of course, we are spending the money on coffee. Because <laughs> we love coffee, really. That's it. Oh, it's fantastic. True. I do. Yeah. It's true. I had, I had too much. I had too much coffee. Yeah. Well, it's okay. No. no such thing as too much coffee. Well, maybe there is. Maybe for other people around you in your life, right. there's too much coffee for you to have, but I don't know. Anyway, good to see you, man. Good to see you too, pal. I hope you have a cracking week, and I will speak to you later yeah. on. Yeah. Speak to you soon, pal. All the best, mate. thanks so much for listening great conversation again if you like what you hear and remember there are 58 other episodes you can check out go and enjoy every one of those beauties anyway best wishes and see you next time on the guitar smarts podcast